I feel like we need to start the show with something. What do you mean? I don't know, man. I'm just with something. I just I and we normally don't do this. Like we normally have the cold open. But oh boy. Can you hear that? Oh yeah. R.I.P. Luke Perry, man. Aw, I know. 52 years old. I'm not that far. Not to make this about me, but to make it about (laughs) me. I'm not that far from 52. That's scary. It is a little scary. You know? Yeah. God, man, I just can't believe it. And like, you know, here's the thing. It's so hard to... it's, It's hard to get on one hit show... It's so hard to get on two hit shows. Name the yeah. people who have done it. Frazier. Uh, Larry David. Julia Louis-Dreyfus. And uh, most recently, Luke Perry. Yeah. You know, like, 90210. Huge, huge, huge hit, right? Classic, yeah. And then to get on Riverdale, which is like the thing right now. I love Riverdale. Do you? Yeah. I mean, oh God. Uh, you know who else is Sandra O oh from Grey's? What's the new show she's on that's so huge? Oh, yeah. Or is, or, or is it a movie I'm thinking of that was so huge? I don't even know. But yeah, you're right. Sandra O. Oh. But like Luke Perry played Dylan on 90210. And I was thinking about it on my run the other day. If you're named Dylan, mm-hmm. you're getting some ass. You think? Let's just go through it. Let's just go through. What all Dylans do we know? Dylan Sprouse getting some oh, booty. That's one. He's getting some very hot booty also. Yeah. But yeah. Who else? Dylan, Mc- I... Dylan McDermott. Oh, yeah. He's a babe. He's getting it. Dylan who's from. He, who's he with? I don't know. I, everyone, I'm sure. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know? I'm sure there's more Dylans out there. Yeah, there probably are. Bob Let's... Dylan. He's just having sex with everybody. Hot guys named Dylan. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's a good... Do that one. This isn't going so well. Oh, Modern Family. The guy that currently knocked up my girlfriend with twins. Dylan. Why is a a picture of freaking Liam coming up? (laughs) Doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Maybe he played someone named Dylan. Dylan O'Brien. He played in Teen Wolf. Say that. Yeah. Leave it to just Jared for coming through for me here. But it's such, that's such a hard name to live up to, you know? Here to see our gallery of hot Dylans. You see? It's such Dylan a thing Sprouse, that... Yep. Clearly. Dylan Sprayberry? Don't Who's know. That? I don't know. Oh, he's on Teen Wolf. Okay. All right. Well, that guy's slamming. He does look hot. He's got nice blue eyes. Yeah. He's cute. He looks like he could be maybe my son, actually. Said that young. Um, Dylan Jagger Lee, son of Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee. Oh, very cute kid. Dylan O'Brien's O'Brien, not that cute. Well, I don't know. Anyways, not in this photo, anyway. It's tough to live up to to being Ooh, a Dylan. D- Dylan Riley Snyder. He played our favorite in Kicking It. Oh, years ago, and is dating the funniest girl alive. Some girl I don't know. Okay, well, if you're Dylan, all right, maybe I'll get my kid Dylan if I ever have a kid. See, name R.I.P. Not not that my favorite thing is that he passed away, but. 90210 was a big part of my life growing up. Yeah. Like either you're one or the other. Either you are a child of the 90s and 90210 is important to you, or you're a child of right now and Riverdale is really important to you. Either way, Luke Perry is an important person in basically everyone that's 40 to 16 right yeah. now. You I, know? I mean, I've watched both shows, so <laughs> you're, I'm writing smack dab in yeah, the middle. You're right there. You're riding the fence, dude. Speaking uh-huh. of fences. Finally. Finally jumped over that fucking Jeez. thing. Took long enough. Speaking of, we are going to have Kaylin on the show later today. Are we the first podcast to get Kaylin? I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of surprised. When it was pitched to us, I was like, yeah, let's get let's get her. A yes. Yeah. But how exciting, man. She's probably going to be the bachelorette. Let's just go ahead and say it. I hope she is. I think she's the best candidate that we've got. I think of these girls... These women, excuse me. I think I could actually stick with girls because they're all like 22. Of all these women, I think that she 
has the most what it takes to be a bachelorette. You know, out of the last like the top five, I just feel like she has herself together the most emotionally. Like it really seems like she's very emotionally mature. We can ask her today how she feels, but I feel like it probably a lot of it has to do with stuff that she's gone through and having to grow up and be an adult quicker. Yeah. Having gone through certain things. So I'm anxious to ask her about that today. But she's always been one of my favorites. I think she's stunning. And I think she seems like a really cool person and has her crap together. And I like it. She's Sarah's favorite, too, actually. So yeah, not sure if that means anything. But from the female's point of view, two of the most important women in my life both agree that she's probably the best candidate for the next Bachelorette, which is cool that she's on uh, YFT. And actually, Sarah's filming Modern right now. When I told her that, that she was going to be on, she was like, oh, because I know that she'd probably want to ask some questions. So I, sure. she's kind of racing home right now to see if she can ah, make it, it. But I don't think she will. Let's text your questions. I know. I know. Well, she told me what she wanted me to ask. So I've got I got a couple like in the chamber ready to fire. In the chamber. Yeah. Um, Why does that make you think of a toilet? Oh, it was, it was more of a gun reference but um oh, a gun chamber. yeah but i don't but i guess if you <laughs> yeah, got a couple like I'm, turds in the chamber you're ready to fire them into the toilet i don't know i was thinking more of like some people call toilets chambers right yeah is that like, a thing maybe like in the like in medieval times yeah yeah like game of thrones yeah yeah stuff. yeah 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 like now just like a, a water closet or a loo <laughs> uh, uh, you want to start the show yeah Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. Change my name to Dylan, man. <laughs> what I got to do, dude. I had a crazy you know cool name, actually. What? Dylan Wells. If your first name was Dylan and your middle name was Wells, it'd be sick. Yeah. Dylan Wells. That sounds nice. You like that? What would you do if I named my kid Dylan Wells? Would you be flattered? Yeah, my sister named her kid Wells. Yeah, but I'm not your sister. It's a little. That's true. Is you... it creepy? <laughs> no. Listen, I get like I. So it's so interesting because I I get that my name is very unique, and that's very in right now. Is like unique names. I hated my name growing up because yeah. it made me different, and no kid wants to be different. And what's funny about my name is the thing that I hated about my name in the beginning is the thing that I love about it now because I'm. So so I'm completely different than everybody else right yeah. off the bat, you know? Mm-hmm. But now a lot of people are naming their kids Wells, which is cool. I'm down with. And I feel that like Alon Gale and Chris Harrison are directly responsible for that. And that's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, way to go. There's some good wisdom in what you just said. I liked it. Um, Give it a ding. Thanks, dude. I have been traveling like a crazy one, like one of those stupid people that have like, all who wander are not lost. That's, that was you? That was, well, yeah. Well, I knew exactly where I was going, but I was definitely, <laughs> I was definitely just traveling. Well, mainly just New York, right? Yeah, it seemed like you were in New York for a while. So I went to New York to do that one audition and then we, I came back, we did a podcast and then I went back because I went, I had to go do the Today Show. Yeah. Got to meet uh, Kathy Lee and Hoda. Very cool. By the way... They actually drink on that show. Oh, yeah. That's the straight up life hack is when you're like, my brand is that we're getting wasted at 930 in the morning. <laughs> like, oh, my God. How are you justifying this weird form of alcoholism? Also, I would like a Moscow mule, please. When you walk in there, they're like, hey, what do you want to drink? And I'm like, oh, this is real. Like, you guys really do this. That's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Have you done- fun. My mom and I did that show when we were promoting our Bravo series. Really? Yeah, it was fun. They were nice. I did something called Guys Tell All, which is like relationship advice for. Oh. And so like people on the streets ask questions and then like people tweet in questions and stuff. And it's like Bob Guinea, who's like was the bachelor, I don't know, in the Reagan administration. And then like some comedian and then some uh, Australian chef, Curtis Strong, I think his name is. Mm. We gave bad advice to women, I guess. I don't know. It was fun, though. Like, it was fun to... They're like, what do you want to drink? And I was like, oh, I want a Moscow Mule. And all the other guys were like, I'll just have a vodka... I'll have a soda water and lime make it look like I'm drinking a vodka soda. And then once they saw that I was getting a Moscow Mule, they were like, huh, I'll get get that. And I was like, yeah, jump on the early morning alcoholism train. Oh, that's hilarious. My favorite part of it, though, was at the end, Kathy Lee reached over touched me on the arm and she goes, you're cute. Oh, that was sweet. Thanks. Thanks, KL. 
That's what that's what her and I. That's what I call her now. She was like, <laughs> um, my favorite thing you did in New York was get to meet Jimmy Fallon. How great uh, is he? I didn't get to meet Jimmy what? Fallon. Wait, I thought uh, Sarah said, "What did he say?" Oh, maybe he just said it on the episode. Do you? They want, loved you. He didn't say it once. He didn't say it twice. Ah. My friend, he said it three motherfucking times. Hope, okay, hope, 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 How did hope. you not meet him? Because I wasn't in town yet. She she filmed on uh, Tuesday. Oh. I flew out on Tuesday. But here's the clip. So I want to talk about Wells right now because this. <laughs> Is that 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 your, your boyfriend is Wells from The Bachelor? Yes, he got. Yeah, dude, I love Wells. I what? love Wells too. Well, he's great. He's he was he, from JoJo's season. He was from JoJo's season. JoJo is so cool. JoJo, I met so, her. Oh my god, she did. <laughs> she wouldn't remember me. I met her 23 years ago. Uh, uh, but wait, you so you so wait. So I, I just don't understand because I loved Wells too. I, remember, I don't know why he didn't. Why he didn't make it past? He didn't like kiss her in time. Good. Yeah, great, he was great for me. But he has a great for you. Great but for he me. had a good sense of humor, and I liked him. Then he yes. came back to Bachelor in Paradise, yes. and he was the bartender. He was the bartender. He's I like love the, Wells. He's funny guy. <laughs> oh, he's good. Die you better when he sees yeah, it. please no. <laughs> you better be good, Wells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better be good. Uh, does he take you on a Bachelor type of date? Does he date? Anyways, that was it. There was more to I it. I love it. But yeah, that was um, that was a big thing for me. I got to be honest that with you. That's that you couldn't be there. He's one of the nicest people. Like I've met him now like three times. And every time I fangirl just as hard as the last. Like I love him. Yeah. Maybe next time, I guess. Yeah. There's part of me that wonders if he really is like a fan of The Bachelor. And that that's a legit response. It or, sounds like it. Or if it's like I have to talk about because like the what happens is that he shows the picture of me photobombing her at the Oscars. So it's uh-huh. like that we have to talk about this default. When you have to talk about someone you don't really know, you say how great they are, you know, like so there's a part of me that was wondering if he was just doing that thing, which I'm totally yeah. fine with, too. I, I don't know. I think he's a pretty authentic guy between Miley and Noah and all of us. Like we've spent a lot of time on that set, actually. Yeah, like, I've been there probably four or five times. And he just he's really a cool dude. So I don't know. It sounded like he really loves you. I mean, if you did, if he didn't, I don't think he would have said it three times, like, yeah. maybe once, you know, <laughs> but like his enthusiasm sounded authentic to me. But I just love him to death. I know. Well, hopefully one day I'll get to go and you will and, and hang out with him. But I, to be honest with you, that wasn't the coolest thing that happened in New York. What was Sarah goes, hey, we got to go to a show, a concert. In a couple of days, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, what's what's going mm-hmm. on?" And she was like, "So the Jonas Brothers are getting back together." <laughs> oh, yeah. So she was like, "Yeah, we've been invited to go to this like secret show with the Jonas Brothers, and I have met Nick before <laughs> at like the InStyle party like a while back, right?" We go to some restaurant that they're using as a green room and we walk in and it's the Jonas freaking brothers and all of their significant others except for Priyanka Chopra. She wasn't there. So when we walk in and Kevin's like, yes, yes, high fives me. I love The Bachelor, dude. Oh, my gosh. I love it. And I was like, all right, this is starting out wonderfully. And then Sophie comes up to me and she's like, very lovely to meet you. You know, that's the tea, whatever. And I was just like, I just want to talk about Game of Thrones with you. But I couldn't do that because it wasn't about her. Well, it was about right. the, the brothers Jonas. So anyways, we hobnob with all those dudes and then we go to the show, which was the venue is cool. It's way too small for them, you know. But that's what they they I'm sure they wanted it to be like secret and exclusive and, you know, totally. Anyways, yeah. it, it was great. They sounded really good. I'll tell you what, that that sucker song is a earworm. Is it your favorite song this week? I, you know what? Maybe I'll give it to like yeah. I was. <laughs> I'm a sucker for you. Like this is Wells, the radio programmer guy. That song got stuck in my head for like next three days. You know? Yeah. And it was then we went to an after party, and that was like really cool to like hang out because then everyone like like the Jones brothers can get fucking get fucking drunk now. You know? Oh yeah, they've loosened up a lot. Yeah, like they do deep dick and and they can get drunk. <laughs> you know, Miley dated Nick forever mm-hmm. when they were kids. I know, it's so crazy to me. You know, okay, yeah. So we had, we were really close with them for a long time, toured with them. So I've known them since they were so young. I'm actually I'm actually the reason Miley and Nick dated. You're welcome. Oh, guys. wow, really? But I introduced them, yeah. It's just so funny because they were such good kids and wore promise rings and yeah. all the things back in the day, you know? Yeah. Um, but to this day, they're some of the nicest guys, all three of them. I love them all. And so I think it's so cool that they're making this comeback. I think it's really smart. 
it's perfect. Like, I'm sure they don't need any more money. Whatever, you know, like everyone's doing other things. Yeah, you know, totally. Kevin's like a married man. Here's my one thing, though. They kind of all shit on Kevin. You know, like what's going <laughs> on here? <laughs> well, he okay. He had a show. Him and his wife had a, had a show on E, I think. Similar yeah. to like Jesse James and Eric Decker's show where it's just like about their marriage. Yeah. But so I, I saw, listen, I, I love Kevin. Kevin and I used to be really good friends. I, this, I mean this just in all goodness, yeah. but I did see a really funny like tweet or meme or something that says like, no one is more excited about this Jonas Brothers comeback than Kevin. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> and I thought it was funny. I love you, Kevin. I, I, <laughs> but it was funny. I would end up talking to him a lot and they were all, they all took shots on stage. And yeah. one of them was like, either Joe or Nick was like, you got to finish that, Kevin, you know, like, because he's like the dad, you know, and, and he finishes sure. it, you know, and then like goes in to start playing the next song. And I was like, I was like, you know, what? I'm hashtag justice for Kevin. This is ridiculous. <laughs> you know, you got a bunch of young whippersnappers over here talking mad shit. <laughs> you know, you're a dad. You're taking shots with all these young idiots. And you know what? You're probably the best musician on stage. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Guy can shred. On the axe, yeah. man. Yeah. Anyways, justice for Kevin is like my new it. hashtag. Okay. <laughs> I like it a lot. Um, no, super guys. And then also, I don't know how it came up, but Nick, I guess, said something really nice about Miley mm-hmm. um, in some press thing recently. Did you see that? No. He was just saying, like, I mean, you know, when she was 16, she had this amazing voice and could sing like no one else. And he's like, people are just now kind of recognizing her for the talent she is vocally. Mm-hmm. And he was like, but I've kind of always known and she's always been amazing. Like he was saying really nice things. And I thought that was really sweet. They're just really nice guys. Let's just, yeah, you know, I know we normally have guests on at the end of the show, but I want to be, gotta call. yeah, I want to be sympathetic to Kaylin's time. So let's call yeah, her. I was late. I'm sorry. Yeah, guys. this is on you. <laughs> Uh, everything was going wrong today we'll circle back around to favorite stuff and music and everything after kaylin because i've got i've got a lot of really good stuff okay i'm gonna hang up on you and then i'm gonna i'm gonna skype us all in okay brb so wells one of the most important things we do for our health every day is brushing our teeth right it's also important just because don't be that smelly kid no or that person with food in your teeth anyone who talks like this Stop I got it. a massage yesterday and I was yeah. breathing right in the girl's face. And I was like, thank God I brushed my teeth this oh, morning. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, totally. I really love my Quip toothbrush. It's one of my favorite things. Um, it's the best electric toothbrush I've ever had, to be honest. It was created by dentists and designers. So it's practical, but it's also really sleek and cute on my mirror. It looks cool. Is that, it looks stealth. Is that important? I mean, like, obviously, like cleanliness is important, but like it makes my bathroom kind of more badass than it was before. Totally. And I travel with mine. So when I just went to South Africa to see my boyfriend, he was like, whoa, cool toothbrush. And I was like, I know. Yeah, we can get you one. <laughs> I got a promo code for you. <laughs> I do like the uh, the sensitive sonic vibrations. Like it's gentle enough because I have like really sensitive gums. So it like doesn't like just destroy my gums and People like generally they they brush too hard, but with this like sensitive sonic vibration, it makes it so you can clean, you know, your teeth without like destroying your gums and your enamel. Totally. And did you guys know you're supposed to change your toothbrush every three months and gross or not? Like I'm really bad about that. I just, who remembers to do that every three months. But what's great about Quip is the brush heads are automatically delivered to you every three months for just $5. It's incredible. And I don't have to remind myself. They just show up on my front door. I think everyone always goes longer than they should because every time I get a new one sent to me, I'm like, oh, really? It's already time? You know, I know, but they're so nice. They send you toothpaste also and a new battery yeah, for your toothbrush. So it no, it never dies. It's awesome, man. I really do love this toothbrush. I mean, aside from the fact that it looks cool, I, I do feel like it, it makes it so if I do want to talk like this to someone <laughs> like Sarah, hey, baby, she's not oh like, God. oh, my God, dragon breath, you know, it's no accident that it's backed by over 20,000 dental professionals. I mean, that's a lot of dentists. Yeah, so Quip starts at just uh, 25 bucks, And if you go to a getquip.com slash YFT right now, your first refill pack will be for free with a Quip electronic toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash YFT. Clean teeth. Hello. Hi, Kaylin's here. Hey, this is awesome. I'm so excited. <laughs> 
Okay, welcome to your favorite thing podcast, Kaylin. Thank you. I just got to be honest with you. My name's Wells. We've never actually met, but um, I feel like I know you because I've been watching you on TV. Name. <laughs> uh, that's Brandy. She. Hi. Hey. Hey. <laughs> just so you know, this is what Brandy does. Um, she meets my bachelor friends, and then she steals them, and then I'm no longer <laughs> friends with them anymore. So. <laughs> I love it. It's true. It's been wonderful. You're still friends with them. It's, it's been. Just, w- they're more better friends with me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so that's amazing. <laughs> so, Kaylin, it's been wonderful being friends with you. I'm now going to not be friends with you anymore, and you'll just be friends <laughs> with Brandy. Me on to Brandy. <laughs> yeah. So. I have to be honest with you. 100% real. I do yeah. not know. I am not one of those guys that reads Reality Steve. I have no yeah. idea what's going on. I know Brandy kind of knew what was going on, but I don't. And I feel personally victimized by last night's episode. Last night with the fence jump? The whole or- thing was just... Because I know Colton. Like, I yeah. made him shitty drinks in Mexico for an entire <laughs> month. And, like, I, I just that. could not... I forget that he was on Paradise. Yes, I nursed that baby bird back from many a cry. And after seeing that, I was just, after seeing last night's episode, I was just like, oh my God, stop talking, stop talking, please stop talking. I want to know, as a viewer of television, what did you think of last night's episode? Yeah, I honestly felt like I was watching a movie. Like, it was so dramatic and so like, and I kind of like, uh... I kind of know what happens. Like, you know, I do read reality, Steve. I'm sorry. I suck. I was watching it. I was like, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. They love each other. You're saying you love each other. You're kissing. And granted, she's my best friend. But I'm like, what? It really, truly felt like a movie. Here's what I'll say about it. I thought it all felt like refreshingly authentic. Yeah. Like as frustrating as it is to hear them say like they love each other. But, you know, Cassie comes in with this very realistic like logical approach to it which I can really relate to I'm very logical about everything and try to leave my emotions out of it and that's very real to see people two people have a conversation like this to me and so I I I loved the episode even though it was hard to watch I, I really enjoyed the authenticity of it yeah okay I hold, totally I'll, agree I'll, I'll happy well I just like it's just <laughs> wild to me by the way you're the one who comes in and basically saves Cassie's bacon right like you come in and you like defend her which, by the way, such a baller move. It's such a Trump card that you can't overcome. Kerpa couldn't <laughs> overcome that because, like, it wasn't yeah. even your date. You came in and you, like, basically were like, you should save this one girl. It was amazing. But then the episode, the next episode is Cassie gets a rose and still hasn't said, like, I love you. You have done that. So effectively, you helped yourself get booted. And I was wondering mm-hmm. what you thought of... In that moment when you didn't get the rose and Cassie did, you were like, ah, shouldn't have gone and <laughs> saved her ass. No, because they didn't air. I was said to Colton, I was like, if it's me at the end of this, like if it's us, I want it to be because, be because you explored every relationship yeah, and because you knew it was me and not watch it back and be like, oh shit, like I was being lied to mm-hmm. and Cassie was actually the one, you know? That's such a now, that's such a great answer. <laughs> yeah, now after seeing last night's episode, do you think like crap? I shouldn't have done that, and I should have stayed. <laughs> no, because like I've had some time to heal. Yeah. I've seen Colton. I've gone to women's law. I've seen him, and Colton's not my person. Mm. So yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy the way things have ended. I like that you can say you said that with like confidence, and I really like that. <laughs> give it a dim. Really like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Real quick, yeah. stepdad, what's his name? John. Oh, love him. John's a fucking man, dude. I want to, I want to. president. Fucking John for president 2020. That guy. They're like, John sounds like Winnie the Pooh. And I was like, okay. Yeah. He does. Oh, you seem so great. Uh, there's yeah. a couple of times John, like John, I feel like was, was tearing up. And then I was like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not crying. <laughs> And Sarah's like, what did he say? And I'm like, don't worry about it. Just don't rewind it. Let's just keep going. I love John. He's your stepdad, right? But he's been your dad your whole life. Yeah, yeah. He's been my dad since I was four. So I can relate to that a lot because my, who I call my dad, he, he's technically my stepdad, but he adopted me when I was five. So he's the only dad I've ever known. So Blood? I really relate a lot to that. Yeah. I knew that, but I just wanted to call him by his nickname that only I call him. <laughs> We're talking about Billy Ray Cyrus, Kaylin. My next question, next question to you. Why do you spell your name like that? 
Well, like yeah. What's going on? All right. It's just very confusing. All right. Okay. Sure. It is. My mom's middle name is Kay. Yeah. And my aunt's is Lynn. So she just smacked them together. All right. I like it. Oh, Although wow. sometimes with my accent, I do feel like I sound like I'm saying Caitlin. Yeah. Oh, a lot of people. I say Caitlin. A lot of people. And I'm like, yeah. I do know her name. I'm not calling her Caitlin. <laughs> Sounds like it. I never I'm, correct people when they do say it. I'm like, eh, the same yeah. thing. Another question. I got this. Is, I'm so excited well, that you're on the show. Also, Twitter had really good questions. So you got to make sure we make it to some of those. Yeah, yeah, we'll get this. But hold on more. This is my fucking show. It's our show. I get to ask questions. Here. Okay. I was, was waiting for a two on one between you and the other beauty queen, and it didn't happen. And I don't understand. Was that whole thing manufactured or was there like actual drama between you two? No, it was it was very dramatic. We came into the house and I was like talking to her. It was great. And then I remember the pirate date. I was like helping her get ready because she was super anxious. And I was like in her room. I was talking to her. Everything seemed great. And then I just get blindsided. And because I was just focused on my relationship with Colton. I wasn't focused on like our past, which our past isn't that dramatic either. It's just like little things that led us to fall apart. We're like different people, but yeah, it just got, it got really intense. We couldn't be in the same room. It just got like super awkward. And I was fully expecting a two-on-one when I got my one-on-one. I was like, it's going to be, I was full. I was like, I'm going to fly home. I'm going to go home from Singapore. It's going to be a 17 hour flight by myself. It's okay. Yeah. (laughs) You guys were friends at one point when you were Mm -hmm. doing the beauty pageant stuff. And then you had a falling out during that, right? But so before the show, you guys had a huge falling out. So yeah. when you guys walked into the house night one and realized you were both there, did you guys like decide to call a truce and try to get along? Or was that kind of an unspoken thing that you just wanted to try to get along? Or how did that work? Yeah, I kind of thought it was, it was like kind of unspoken. I went up to her and we were talking and I was like, have you talked to Colton yet? Like it just felt normal. It felt fine. It really mm-hmm. did. And I think it was just hard for her having the first one-on-one and then seeing me, someone that she doesn't particularly love, mm-hmm. date the same guy. Yeah. Well, I'm sure like in the beginning, she probably had intentions of trying to get along also, but I, but I would assume that the minute she realized like what competition you were, or maybe she sensed like you were pulling ahead of her or whatever, I'm sure like the claws came out, you know? Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. But we made it out on the other side. We didn't have a two-on-one. Like, I'm so thankful. Yeah. I'm so scared of that. Nothing sounds worse than a two-on-one on The Bachelor. Like I cringe during all of them. Yes. And the fact that we didn't have one, I was like, if it's not me and Hannah B, it's going to be me and Cassie. Oh, Just to be like super mean because you guys are friends. Yeah. Oh, no, that would have never happened because you guys have been too. There have been no drama. Too nice to each other. Yeah. yeah. He's like, no, you should give her the rose. No, you should give her that <laughs> rose. That's what we said. Chris, Chris Harrison joked about it. He's like, you guys ready for that two on one? Yeah. And we're like, what? <laughs> no, he probably knew that would never happen. Yeah. Okay, so we just got to get, we got to get into it, dude, because- Get, it, get on, jump on in, Wells. We got to, we're, we're jumping on in. We were talking about you before we called mm-hmm. you, okay? And my girlfriend seems to think that you should be the bachelorette. And, <laughs> Who else thinks that? And my co-host, so the, t- the two most important women in my <laughs> life seem to think that you should be the bachelorette. And I actually agree with them. Of all the women on the show right now, I think that you- I was trying to th- find the word, the most substance. Oh, that's a really nice way to say it. That's not pulling pulling anything away from any of the other women. Like, obviously, you were able to expose yourself in a very public way, which I can't, I can imagine can only be the hardest fucking thing in the world to do. So I think that you'd be, you'd be great for this. But is this something that you would want? Well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> you guys are so sweet. <laughs> um, no, I, I have no... Wow. Wow. That's the right answer. (laughs) Yeah, that was Wells' answer. That was always my answer, but it didn't work for me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it did, Wells, in the end. Technically, yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, it did. There you go. Maybe I'll find someone outside of the franchise. So why why wouldn't you want to be the Bachelorette? Why wouldn't you want to have... 25 quaffed haired, way too good abbed personal trainers <laughs> vying for your love. Personal trainers. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> I think so. The Bachelor, as you know, well, it's like it brings out the best side of you and the worst side of you. And I felt like 
it, I really did bring out the best of me. Like I, I felt like I learned a lot about myself, but also towards the end, like my feelings and emotions were so real. It, it brought out the worst of me too. And I'm like kind of disappointed in myself in that. And I feel like I just need to take this time to like find myself in a better way. All right. Do you want to come in and ask a question? Okay. Come in. That, that's the here. thing. Hello. <laughs> Hi. How are you guys? Hey, Sarah. Hi. Nice to meet you, Kaylin. You too. I have two questions. Okay. <laughs> um, Let's hear. Why did you say to Cassie, get engaged at the end? Oh. Ooh. Good question. Okay. So I was in complete shock in that moment. And I've gotten like mixed reviews. Some people hate that I said that. And some people are like, she was supporting her best friend. And I think I really was. I was like, Cassie and I the whole time were like, if it's not you, maybe it's me. Like we just, we knew we had really strong connections. We both did. And I was yeah. like, okay, it's not me. Like go get engaged. I didn't have any ill intention or like, I've seen the relay race memes where people are like, go get them. Oh know? my God. They have relay race How memes. weird is it for somebody that you're such good friends with to be dating the same dude as you? I just can't wrap my brain around that. It was so hard. Meanwhile, I'm in Cassie's sister's closet. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, because, I mean, the girls on that show, like, always, you know, everyone forms, like, cliques and groups or part partners up or whatever. But, like, you guys seem to really be actual real friends. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy to me that to watch you guys date the same guy. I just can't imagine. It was so hard. It was so hard. And we, the way we, like, stayed so close is we never talked about Colton. Like, ever. We That's never smart. brought his name up. We didn't know what. I, we could both like kind of sense that we had strong relationships, but we never got went into detail. And that's how we just could stay so close and stay sane in the mm. process. It's interesting. I like that. See, that's what I got from it because it's nothing like the same thing at all. But I was a kid actor. I always remember being like with, with like some of my best friends growing up in the industry, like Andrea Bowen. And she was that Terry Hatcher's daughter in Desperate Housewives. We were like best friends since we were like four. And I always remember being like, if I don't get this, I really hope that Andrea does. So that's what I mm. took away from exactly. it. Instead of a that's relay exactly race. But I really like the <laughs> yeah. idea of a relay race because that's hysterical. <laughs> um, my second question is, because I've heard rumors that sometimes hometowns are like rented houses or something like that. I really hope that that was your house and you guys watch movies on like the, the landing of the staircase <laughs> with the projection no, screen. It's my house. But they just they just threw that little projector in there for no reason at all <laughs> <laughs> they're like photo albums are boring let's have a slideshow yeah. of Kaylin on the wall above the front it's door so uncomfortable to just like watch yourself as a child with your boyfriend he's like cool mm -hmm. like, why am I watching this it's super awkward uh Sarah you're not wrong they did rent the house that they did Caitlin's hometown in oh because really? they couldn't film in Canada or something oh that makes oh. sense uh huh. Where did they do it then? In like, uh, like Arizona Seattle. or something Arizona. random. And they tried to make it seem like it was their like vacation home, I think. But oh, it, a vacation it wasn't. Home. <laughs> How fancy. They didn't get them a chalet <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> okay, that's it. That's all I have. That's all I can come up with. I actually was texted me being like, uh, if you have any questions, come upstairs because I just got home from work. And I was like, I'm pretty sure she said get engaged. So when he texted me that, I just like threw on the episode like last minute, like fast forward all the way to the end to make sure I wasn't an idiot and like remembered that <laughs> wrong. But you did. And I was right. Okay, I cool. Did. I did say. Nice to meet you, girl. <laughs> you too. Kayla for Bachelorette. No, she said she doesn't want it. Damn it. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Okay, so. Bye. So, Kayla. Kayla, if you are not going to be the next Bachelorette, who would be your pick for Bachelorette? If you can say that, I mean, without I giving anything Becca away. Tilly. I really oh, love Becca. Oh, Becca Tilly. Interesting so choice. Fun. I think she's I love amazing. Becca. We're supposed to get lunch today, but we didn't. <laughs> or, okay, if we're picking for my season, I said this. I did Ellen's recap show, and I kind of, they were like, that's mean. But <laughs> you know how they did Caitlin and Britt? Yeah. What if they did the both Alabama Hannahs? Oh, that could be interesting. No, I'm yeah. sorry. They can't have Hannah G. Because they <laughs> cut that poor fucking girl out of the show. It's so true. I mean, like the <laughs> last, the last episode, she, she got to have a, a, a fantasy suite. She didn't even show up. It was just all about Cassie. I was just I, poor oh, Hannah. Poor, and all, God. and all Hannah G wants is a little bit of dick. That's all she keeps. Ah. She's like, she's just like, you know what? I'm just. <laughs> 
put it put in a, a slideshow oh of me making out with Colton. And honestly, then honestly, oh Hannah G looks so tiny to me. I feel like Colton would break her. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, she's very <laughs> tiny. Yeah, yeah. like someone so needs funny. To, someone like, needs to I, tell him like, be gentle, be very careful. Be careful. With her. It's like Twilight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, lost his face. <laughs> I know that i know that reference actually uh, <laughs> um but no so like why do they keep cutting her out of the show like does she have a lisp or something and... <laughs> i don't i honestly don't get it because she's so funny yeah huh. like, she's so just like cute and just says these little like cute things all the time yeah god man. Just... okay so if you won't do if you won't be the bachelorette which if you do want to be the bachelorette, it's a good way to play this one. I got to say, good way to play it. I like but it. If you don't, I like it. I, I, I really like what, don't. I, I like what, I like what you're doing here. All right, I see what you're doing, <laughs> and I like it. Uh, if not, will you go to Mexico? Will you go to Paradise and hang out with Wells? And hang out. Yeah. Do you want me to make you a drink? Are you coming back as the bartender? Nah, we'll see. Are you allowed to say? We'll see. <laughs> he says like, there's a fifty-fifty chance. <laughs> Who knows? I feel like Paradise would be really fun but maybe maybe can i just say how i love that that show was the show people want to do over being the bachelor or the bachelorette why well, i went on the show no one wanted to do it i said oh, really? no i was like i'm not doing that show that's no and now everyone's like Psh, i don't want to be the bachelor i want to go hang out in adult camp on in a mexico beach well, yeah. for a month seriously yeah it's a, it's it's less a, it's like a free vacation and tolling. yeah hot men everywhere like yeah and a I bunch of the friends you just made you know yeah. i feel like i've gotten all of my bachelor related questions out do you have any more brandy Wait, if you were gonna go on paradise who like guy wise would you hope to see in paradise like is there anybody you got your eye on or just that you think is cute that you would like well, to be there i don't know who's going on paradise plus i mean i don't know who the guys from this season are and you it doesn't matter it could be and, a past season it can be past season, but also you're just not going to know. If you go day one of Paradise, you're not going to have gotten to see any. You might have gotten to see the first episode of The Bachelorette. So I'd be going in blind. Ooh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what su it sucks for the girls in that respect. It does. Yeah, I kind of like it. I kind of like the mystery. I, I was going to say, I think so too. Because then it's like, you know, have preconceived notions from watching them be dumb on TV. Guys tend to be more stupid on TV than girls, I think. True. So true. Very, very um, but yeah, it, like, let's just say from a, any past season, because Lord knows they bring back people from, I mean, look, Wells has been on for four years. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> okay. Not as of right now. No, no one. I don't think so. What's your type um, though? Like a, like celebrity crush or something, just so we can kind of yeah, like Yeah, yeah, give us a celeb out. crush. Ooh, okay. I really like the guy. So basic. I'm so sorry. The hot guy from Gossip Girl. Chase Crawford or Ed Westwood? Chase Crawford. He's like so freaking boy. hot. Right? Not yeah. Penn Bagley? Oh, no. no. Type. He's the dork on that show. Yeah. Yeah, but now he's and a murderer. <laughs> so Exactly. Now he's worse. cool. More enticing. <laughs> did you ever watch the show Chase did after Gossip Girl? I forget the name of it, but it was filmed like up in Montana. Yes. The and only on one season. Show. Yes, I loved that show. <laughs> oh, yes. Only on one season. I liked it. I liked it too. I love Chase Crawford. Good call. He's so hot. Super cute. So if they can get like a good Chase Crawford on the beach, yeah. that'd down. be nice. I'll talk to Chris and see what he can do. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, okay. So the show's called Your Favorite Thing. So we just talk about like what our favorite thing is, like whatever show we're binging, whatever uh, music we like right now, whatever Instagram follows are funny or whatever. Do you have any favorite things right now? I've been re-binging New Girl. Oh, I've yeah? I've never seen New Girl. You haven't? It is so good. No, you know, oh. I've heard. Dude, Schmidt is hilarious. Nick Dude. is great. Yeah. You, you got anything else? I just got on Twitter right after the show ended, and I'm, I mean, living for. I didn't realize how funny Twitter was. I think Twitter is great. Obviously, <laughs> I'm obsessed. I'm I think it's so underrated. People are like, Twitter's done. Who has Twitter? I love Twitter. It's so much less pressure than Instagram. Yes. It's. I just love it. It's so it's huge so Twitter fun. guy. Yeah, there's more trolls on Twitter, though, because I feel like it's more male-dominated. Yeah, that is true. Speaking of Twitter, we asked on Twitter if people had questions for you. I thought we'd rip through a couple of these. You, are you down for that? Yeah. Are they nice? <laughs> well, there's a lot of mean ones, which we won't say. 
We won't. We won't encourage. Here's a good one from <laughs> Madison Packer. What's one of your favorite memories from the show that never made it to TV? Oh, okay. You know how they have on-camera sweeps and off-camera sweeps? Mm-hmm. Cassie and I got the on-camera suite, which was legitimately a honeymoon suite. It was yeah. incredible. Like the most beautiful overlooking the ocean. We had our own pool, hot tub. That was in Thailand. And it was just Cassie and I in the house. And it started pouring down rain, no lightning. And not a single person was in the ocean. And we just like sprinted to the ocean and we're like children, like spinning around, like enjoying the ocean and the pouring rain. We looked at each other and we're like, this is something we'll remember for the rest of our lives. Like this is just such a special moment. I feel like you guys fell in love. I know. I <laughs> But this is always what happens is it, it all like people always leave the show like with the best friendships they've ever found in their whole life, even if it doesn't Seriously. work out for anybody. In it. And it's just like, I feel like that's what the show is really about. It's so funny to me. Yes. And yeah, we, there's so many of like those stories of her and I. Okay. I love that. All right. This question is from Samantha. Did you know that Cassie wasn't ready and not sure if she could get there with him? And how much does that hurt that you stood up for her? I kind of asked this question earlier, but did you know that she wasn't like yeah. 100% there? No, we did talk about it like slightly. And she felt sometimes like my relationship was a little bit more ahead of hers. We both kind of thought that I had a stronger relationship. And that's why maybe we were both surprised that I went home. But I never thought like she wasn't ready. And, and I think she's getting too much flack for all of this BS. Because you're in this bachelor bubble and you're only thinking about this one guy and like so consumed by it. And her dad just kind of popped that bubble and was like, hey. You know, mm -hmm. there's a real world. This is your entire life after this. And she was, you know, she trusted her gut and she realized, you know, maybe I'm not fully in love with him. Her dad mm -hmm. showing up to Portugal was the funniest Wild West <laughs> shot ever. It was like. <laughs> and then he walks into the door. Someone like runs away and he comes in there. He's like, the All right. part. <laughs> that was pretty great. This is kind of a, a serious question, but Taylor McKay says, any advice to those of us that are trying to date after being the victim of sexual assault? Mm, wow. Um, yeah, it's, for me, it was really difficult. And I did the wrong thing in hopping into a relationship that was completely toxic. And it was the exact opposite of what I needed. The guy wasn't, he didn't understand what I had gone through and was very manipulative. And it ended up being worse in my healing process. So I think it's taking time to yourself and not jumping into anything and just being open and upfront when you feel comfortable with what you've been through and seeing their response. And I think once you find that person who really can like make you feel safe the way that Colton made me feel safe or just be there, be able to listen and be able to be there through this, all of it. It was four years ago for me, but it's something that I still have. I'm still triggered by. I'm still, you know, dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good advice. Well, dude, you're a brave motherfucker. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed talking to you. I've enjoyed watching you on TV. I'm sad you're... Oh, I got to see you tonight because it's Women Tell All oh, tonight. Oh, yeah. And Are I've you been on that? told that this is a really good Women Tell All. It is intense. That's what I've but, heard. Oh, my gosh. I thought there was going to be like physical people hitting each other at yeah. one point. Man. Wow. I'm excited. Dang it. I don't have cable. I can't watch until tomorrow. Yeah. Well, oh. just watch my Instagram <laughs> stories, Brandi, and you'll no, know I have to, what I happens. Have to, I have to like purposefully not watch your Instagram no. on <laughs> nights because I can't watch until the next day. Hey, Kaylin, we want to be respectful of your time, so we'll let you go. But thank you so much for being on YFT. Uh, you're wonderful. And if I am bartending in Mexico, I do hope that you walk down those stairs. What's your favorite drink? Just so I know. <laughs> oh, margaritas. All right. Ooh. Rocks. Rocks. Salt. Yes, always. All right. How about well, spice? Do you like knows. spicy margaritas or? Yes, like jalapeno. Okay. Ooh. I got you, girl. Can you make, can you make that, Wells? I, feel, I know you're not a great bartender. I, no, I can do I can do spicy drinks. I can't do okay. blended drinks. I don't, there's no blender down there. And like audio would hate me if I had with you and you'd really be mm. you'd really impress people like that. No, I don't impress anyone doing anything. I down there. <laughs> uh, all right, dude. Hey, thanks so much for being on the show. And um, thank you. Yeah, you rock, dude. Yeah, you're thank awesome. You guys. And you have great hair. Have great fucking hair. hair. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's thank a you favorite guys. thing right there is the hair. <laughs> All right. So good. All right. See you, dude. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Well, what a lovely young lady. Love her. Yeah. I got to say, man, not to be that guy, but like such a strong play to be like, I don't want to be the bachelorette. Oh, totally. I love that play, man. And yeah. And it's, I'm like, I'm not surprised she's 
going with that play. Like, that's perfect for her, you know? You know, like, there's a part of me that's like, she was a beauty queen. So she's competitive, yeah. like, 100%. Yeah, totally. So there's a part of it that's like, no, I want them to want me to, I want them to think I'm the winner. Mm-hmm. But I can see her being like, that was a lot. I understand that that the show, it really just takes a lot out of you just from being mm-hmm. on the girl's side. I can't even imagine being the only, you know, w- woman there and all the rest of men. So I can see her being like, you know what? If I'm going to keep on doing these shows, I'll go do Paradise. That was fun. There's very few people that, that come out of Paradise that, that are like, ugh, that was a miserable experience, you know? Right. So love her, man. Yeah, huge fan. Huge, huge fan. I got some things, but I I feel like the show is is pretty much there. Do you want to you want to close with some things? Sure. What you got? Bill Murray stories. Have you? Oh. <laughs> have you seen this documentary? No. So have you ever heard? I didn't Bill, even know about it. Have you ever heard about these Bill Murray stories? It'll be like a guy. I, I know a guy who knows a guy who was at McDonald's and he was eating French fries. And Bill Murray walked up, took one of his French fries, dipped it in ketchup, ate it, and then looked him right in the eye and said, "No one's ever going to believe you." And then walked away. <laughs> So there's a, yeah. there's a lot of these Bill Murray stories out there. And someone made a documentary about oh. all the Bill Murray stories. And they're crazy, like him showing up at a sorority party and making fun of the girls' kitchen because it was just filled with, like, dishes in the sink. Uh-huh. So him yeah. like being like, you guys go have fun. And him doing all the dishes and then leaving without saying goodbye, like showing up to karaoke parties and being like, hey, do you want know if I sing a song? Showing up to like a, a dodgeball game and like playing with everybody. Like th- there's so many Bill Murray stories. They can't all be true. And then this guy just goes and basically gets the bottom of them and finds out if they're real or not. And are they real? Yes. <laughs> it was the most inspiring thing for me to watch that I've watched in a very long time because I'm sure it's so hard for Bill Murray to be Bill Murray. Right. Like to walk sure. around and be arguably the funniest man in, in the world. You know, mm-hmm. there's like it's mm-hmm. like him and Jerry Seinfeld probably are the two like mm-hmm. top funny guys. Mm-hmm. And the way that he has gone about it isn't I'm going to hide away. I'm not going to go out. I'm going to shield myself from everybody else. It's I'm going to like walk into life and strip away the like the weirdness of fame and like, hey, let me get a picture and uh, let me get an autograph and then just like insert myself into whatever you guys are doing. And then it's no longer weird because I'm just hanging out with you guys. Really, really cool. They do this like really interesting thing where they talk about every movie that he's ever done. He does this improv scene that's in like every movie where he is funny, but he's like kind of quoting like the Dalai Lama or or Gandhi or something. So it's like funny, but still deep. The correlations to that and what he does in the real world, he goes into all these situations and meets all these people. Bill Murray's not even in this thing. It's just interviews of people who he interacted with. And That's crazy. Everyone is like, my life is so much better because <laughs> of this 15 minutes or this hour, this two hours I spent with Bill Murray. So like that, this thing is he like tries to show everyone that like, there's all this fun around us. You just got to kind of like yeah. allow it to have. So anyways, I like, cried like three times during the documentary. No. Dude, like I got a little teary-eyed. Like it was so freaking good. I loved it. Wow. Great. Okay. Added. Bill Murray stories. Love it. Yeah, anything else? I have a least favorite thing. Oh, yes. I love least favorites. It's all about you. Oh. I hate you. Why? Because oh. can't even believe I'm going to call him my boyfriend, but that's what he is. Oh, my boyfriend listened to our podcast <laughs> last week. I feel very embarrassed. Why? And I'm scared to go back and listen to it. I don't know. It gives me anxiety. I hate you for making me talk about it. I'm sorry. What were my first words? He doesn't have time to listen to this podcast. Yeah, There's no way he's going to listen to this podcast. Oh, he listened. Thankfully, mm-hmm. he was happy about the things I said. I can't believe it. Just because I feel like normally I get a bunch of shit for things I say on this show. So we were very complimentary to him. I, you guys were for sure. <laughs> I just wasn't sure I was. Because, like, you know, me, I'm like very reserved. I don't like talking about myself and my personal life. And so I felt like I was on the podcast, like 
trying to like tell our little wife tears, you know, a little bit about my trip and a little bit about him without revealing too much and like invading his privacy. Yeah. And so when I heard that he listened to it, I was just scared a little bit that he, that I didn't get across on the podcast, like how much I really do care about him. I think that I listened to it. Me. Yeah. Okay. It comes know. across it's, as you really do like him and care about him. Okay. Good. That's because I just wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't sure. Like, if, I don't know. No. I just, that's so why I made a point to tell him like, when I'm on the podcast, I'm very professional and normally Wells is the one that's unprofessional and talks about <laughs> sex a lot of stuff. But anyway, I just couldn't believe you listened to it, but thankfully he liked it. So was he like, it was funny. He thought you guys were hilarious. You and Sarah, he was like, Oh yeah. The, he was like, I heard like, didn't hear the episode, Sarah, obviously that Sarah co-hosted, but he was like, I thought it was funny. Then like Wells talking about all their inside jokes and yeah. How that episode probably sucked because nobody understood all their inside jokes together or whatever. But he really, he really liked you. He was, he's excited to meet you. All right. Well, I'm sorry if I made you feel uncomfortable, but it's okay. I guess I need to get over it, but yeah. I just get so embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed. I get embarrassed about having feelings, Wells. I'm a nine on the Enneagram. We're not supposed to have feelings. I don't know what that means, but you're adorable. One of these days, I'm going to make you take the Enneagram test. <laughs> I took it. I told you. I'm whatever Caitlin is. I'm a three? You, three. I'm going to actually make you like research, though. No. Okay. Whatever. You know what I was thinking about Should the other we... day? Do you know what the adult version of tricking a child into your, luring a child into your van with candy is? Offering someone a private bathroom. I will. Wait, what? I would literally. <laughs> if, I will literally trust anything someone says if they're like, hey, do you want to go to this private bathroom? What are you talking about, a private bathroom? We were at Harry Potter because Sarah's dad is Dumbledore. And, and, you know, you go to the normal, the bathrooms are really, really long. And, of course, because, like, we are there watching Sarah's dad, who's Dumbledore, there was, like, some some guy I don't even know was like, hey, let me take you to the private bathroom. And I'm like, fuck, yeah, let's go to the private bathroom. And then we're like going through like the bowels of the theater. And I'm like, you know what? This is definitely how someone gets kidnapped and murdered, you know? And I was like, I'm the, I'm that kid being like, get in the van, kid. I got some Tootsie Rolls. And cause it was just all for a clean shitter, you know? And all I'm saying. Well, and one you don't have to wait for. Yeah, Exactly. To all the serial killers out there, if you want to trick I any of us, our listeners are not <laughs> down that path. <laughs> if you want to trick any of us into like some weird dungeon, just be like, "Hey, do you want to go to this private bathroom over here?" And be like, "Yes." <laughs> or just trick Wells, because from now on, I'm not going to <laughs> exactly on my own. <laughs> Um, all right. I think Sarah and I are about to go to the grocery store because I want to cook dinner tonight. Cute. You guys are so cute and normal. I know. It's just adorable. Love it. This is a fun show. Yeah. Tell Mikhail Hirschman I say hello. He, oh my God, he dies that that's what we call him on here. Yeah. He like, he, I'm sure he secretly loves it. At first he was like, who is that? But he loves Game of Thrones. So then I sent him the picture and he was like, I look like that guy. I was like, yeah, you look like that guy. Yeah, you look Hey. Like hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Uh, all right. Brandi, miss you, love you, and um, I'll see you next week. See you next week. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. I'm Natalie Barbu, host of The Real Real Podcast, where we go behind the highlight reel to find out what's really going on in the lives of content creators, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. After quitting my corporate job to start my own businesses, I realized that while things might look glamorous on our Instagram feeds, things can get real behind the scenes. You can listen to The Real Real every Monday to start off your week with some realness and inspiration. Find my podcast wherever you're listening right now and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a beat. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.